Alright, what's up? I'm here with Golden Child and we're going to do a little song by song breakdown. Uh, not not the old record, but we're going to do the new record because uh, out with the old, in with the new. But <laughs> So this first track is uh, called Blame It on the Hip Hop. Let's jump into yours because you got a real job and you got to go back to work. Uh, what was your inspiration? Your well, you had uh, already come by to show me the track, and you had already written like your first bar. Uh, born in the '70s, uh, came in the '80s, and I was like, okay. And then you kind of encapsulated what you kind of grew up on. So mine was like, well, born in the '80s, raised in the '90s, and I kind of took the first part of it. I really listened to a lot of Wu-Tang growing up and then so I just kind of structured the rest of the verse to kind of sound like one of those classic, you know, 93 to 96 Wu-Tang verses. So how influential was that era for you? Uh, pretty much <laughs> extremely influential. Um, I mean, they, they weren't all I listened to, but I always liked the more rugged hip-hop. Um, I think the most smooth hip-hop I got into then was like Tribe and De La, but, you know... You you seem to be very angry at Studio Thugs. This is a whoops. Satan just showed up in my air conditioner. You see, bro? Yeah, no, it's the fan. Guess we'll be doing this uh, all natural. Uh, but you seem to be very angry at f- at fake studio rappers. I want to go. Uh, how's it go? You say claim you got game, son. I got skill. Before you pop still when you cop that deal, you is not real and my crew is not feel these Studio Thugs because the block is too. Re- the main reason I say that is uh. Me and some of the guys that I roll with, we do a lot of, like, uh, juvenile ministry in the detention centers. And I get upset because I see these kids locked up buying into the lies that are sold to them through studio thugs. Like, I'm not doubting some of these guys did what they say, but they're definitely not doing it now. And they're glorifying it, and these kids are acting it out. And that's my aggression towards that. It's good. It makes sense. Uh, Let's go ahead and jump into the next song, Clap It Up. Y'all clap it up. Yo, so here's a few rhyme schemes for the rhyme fiends. Down daily, so the flesh is a crime scene. He won't fail me, I'm blessed now that I see more eyes get open than 30 bottles of the Visine. Yeah, I'm no dirty, but I rhyme clean. Plus, I look 30, but move like I'm 19. Pick up the mic to proclaim about, and I'm my king. I'm same dude, same crew, since 9-3. You on the internet, take a shot, it's my team. Log off, take the plank out your eye beam. You can't see, man. Lost in the high beams, pussy theology's probably worse than your hygiene. Why me? I'm a crime fiend. Yet you save me, you provide for my dreams. Man, it's crazy, you provide for my peace. And I'm amazed where I came from, since I'm free. If you're living for the king, clap it up. And if you're acting truly free, clap it up. Um, <clears throat> so 
I wrote a new verse for this, but this was actually a pretty old song. It was like three, four years ago. Yeah. And we got a new beat, and you did your old verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, that never was released. That was never released, yeah. So this was supposed to be on mental, I think. That was around the mental era. Yeah. Um, but uh, what uh, you say in your verse, you say... Uh, this this song is kind of a rapping for the sake of rapping type song <laughs> in a lot of ways. And that Selah verse is actually from a, from that same original track. And I just picked it up and flew it onto this new one. That's pretty dope if you think that you can, yeah. thr- you can fly a verse from four years ago. And it's still dope. And it still sounds good. So shout out to my man Selah. Um, but you said... Um, I spit for the truth, so, so hold, hold your applause, fam. Honestly, I don't know if I got fans. Christ is the way, and he teach me how to walk, fam. Banging them beats ever since I had a walk, man. Headphone bumping that sound of the God, man. Like, honestly, I know I have fans, but the whole point of that, that phrase was, that's not, I don't really do it. I do it to kind of reflect my walk with Jesus yeah. more than, um, you, know, you know what I mean? But did you feel like when you wrote it four years ago, were you down on yourself a little bit? Like, do you feel like... Not, yeah, that's actually a good point. I think when I... Yeah, maybe when I originally wrote it uh, four years ago, like, yeah, maybe I didn't... Back then, I was like, man, I don't even know if I got fans anymore. That's probably a good point. Good good, good observation. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the third track. Um, third track was uh, I'm Good. All right, guys, come on. Get your backpack. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Out the door. It's time to go. Come on. Where's your, where is your shoes? Right there. Yeah. Come on. Alright, bye baby, I love you. My alarm start going off at 545. I can barely open up my eyes, hit the stools a couple times. Hear my kids in the kitchen, fix a bowl of Cheerios. 45 minutes till we hit the road. Let the baby sleep until we about to leave. Change the diaper and put her in the car seat. Tidiana, Aiden, Malachi, and Leah J. All I gotta say is daddy loves you more every day. Me and Kay got that rap dad swag. Minivan rap sound, check it with a diaper bag. Cast me like, ain't you almost 40 now? How you still gonna call yourself to go to the town? With a wife, a four-bedroom house, and three shorties now. But your know I'm still nice with that freestyle. Meanwhile, still learning how to be your dad, baby. I'm on banging beats on them drum pads. Uh, when they ask me how I'm living, say, yeah, I'm good. And it's only cause you're risen, K. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, in case you forgot to mention, well, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you know I'm good. Stress, but yeah, I'm good. Every day I'm so blessed, but yeah, I'm good. So I ain't worried about the rest, cuz yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you know I'm good. Yeah. This is this probably is my favorite song off the record. It's my favorite song, it's not my favorite verse that I did, but it's my, definitely my favorite song. Um, I love your verse. So you wrote this yeah. on the spot. I found it interesting is that so often when we were getting ready to put this project together, half the time it was either my kids screaming in the background. Or your kids. My kids screaming in the background, yeah. Or motorcycles screaming in the background. Or a motorcycle screaming in the background. This is the reality of. Yeah. But um, did we did we originally have this as a concept, like what it's like to be a grown up with kids and a job, and do hip hop? Did we talk about that, or yeah. did this kind of happen while we were? We'd always joked about doing a song about it, and it, it, actually, when I say at the end of my verse. 
Rap Dad Swag Sound Checking with a Diaper right. Bag. That's a real story. And that uh, was yes. the day we joked about it. Right. Because I was on stage sound checking with you, holding my daughter in my arm with the diaper bag on my shoulder. I definitely remember that visual. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I remember, I think I had the original idea, because the song I originally called it was like a day in the life. Yeah. And... I can't remember what my original hook was, but I think you suggested, you're like, no, why don't you say it? It's like, I'm good. Yeah. You know, because it is kind of like a, a statement to be like, you know, it's 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 a multifaceted kind of statement. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's a slang, but it's also a true, you can take it literally. You can also say it kind of hopefully. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it. I love, I love lines that work on many levels. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, let's jump into the fourth track, uh, this joint, Not Really. Now you never get old if the flow stays timeless. This is the utmost now for his highness. He is the plus though to all of my minus. Hope I touch souls like a brush in a stylus. So when a bus flows, I hope that the rhyme is like a punch through the nose, burns a hole in your sinus. And then it goes and takes the crust out your eyelids And hits you like a tidal wave to crush all your islands Yeah, plus they rush into violence So me and GC, we like Paul in the silence Yeah, been gone a whole lot of timing And I ain't even old, I just got a whole lot of mileage Chew up the violence while I survey the landscape Huh, I ain't even worried what your man say Man makes plans, but man makes the plans break That's why most of y'all ain't even worth my handshake Uh, I had to learn to make the plans wait Then crack it open like a clam bake <laughs> So even if I'm older than my fan base All of this is gone, ain't nothing of it man-made Oh, you got a big car? Nah, man, not really Oh, you're a big star? Nah, man, not really You do a lot of drugs? Nah, man, not really Bitch, you pack a lot of guns? Nah, man, not really Oh, you got a big car? Nah, man, not really Oh, you're a big star? Nah, man, not really do a lot of drugs? Nah, man, not really. Bitch, pack a lot of guns. Nah, man, not really. I asked him what you want to verse about. He said he wanted murder. Massacre the instrumental to your name. Featuring my man B. Cooper. Um, Did you use an old verse for this one? Parts of an old verse, but some of it's new. How's your first line go? Man, hold it. The microphone's right. a pulpit now. Gold is back. Competition start folding. I feel like that line, is that from a really old song? Really, like 10 years ago. Cause I remember it's the fourth bar from a verse ten years ago that that you put out on something else. No, no, we recorded it, but it never came out. Yeah, because I remembered that line. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to remember the beat that you had it on originally. Uh, so this is another I was one going where through my rap books. Yeah. Cause uh, you you know sometimes you just want to find inspiration. Like, okay, well I like this fourth bar. Let me start this rap with this this bar from this rap. So this one's again kind of like rapidy rap for the sake of the rapidy raps. Uh, I wrote a new verse. I wrote a lot of these verses at the skate park watching my kid scooter around. <laughs> no, it's not very hip-hop to say that. but uh, And it's just, I don't know. I like the idea of the chorus. Like, you know, because I, I always notice like when you're around a bunch of kids or you're around people in the, in the genre. Are they late? No. Oh, okay. Um, they'll be like, yo, man, you got a big car, right? Like, it's automatically assumed yeah. if you rap, you have these things. Yeah. And it was like, how do you respond to that as a believer? You're like, nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to, you get, you hear it so often, you almost get a little sarcastic. Like, yeah. no, nah, not really. You know, you don't want to just be like, no, I don't have a gun. But that's also why at the end of my verse, I go, and right about now, man, I'm half past broke. 
Like, kind of to fly in the face of. Wasn't that that's an old line too, right? Possibly. I feel like I remember you saying that some oh. other time too. That's just something I say as a joke. Sometimes. Oh, you do? So, yeah. I'm half past I'm broke. Half past broke. Is that like half past seven <laughs> thirty? Wait, how do you go half past broke? <laughs> you hit broke. I don't know if you're half gonna past go. Broke is where you owe money. Half past broke is right before poverty. <laughs> <laughs> When you're when you're fully past broke, then you're in poverty. Like, where is the is there a is there a ruler? Is there is this a metric uh, system? Is it foot by by the foot? Do you is that how you? <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. Um, next track uh, that was not really. Uh, next track is uh, grind. From like four yeah. years ago Like literally This is the exact same beat Yeah uh, I'm glad we got to use it I'm, I'm glad we did too I, I had always sat on this And I was like Where am I going to put this out And I put it out a few times As a demo But I never actually like Mixed it And you mixed it actually Did a great job yeah. On the mix um, So I think it was You know We both come from A skate background You way more than me Yeah You know I started skating Maybe 87 Lasted to about 88 But yeah. I don't know I love that era Of skateboarding You know The late 80s Yeah Seems like that's almost when skateboarding really came into its own. Mm-hmm. And I kind of phased out of it because I thought I'd be much cooler as a jock, which I wasn't very good at either. But, you know, for me, hip-hop picks up, like, right when my skateboarding ends. Yeah. Uh, but you were the opposite. You were, like, simultaneously doing both. Yeah. And that's definitely, as I remember you, when I first met you when you were 13, you were deaf. I was like, man, I sound like, oh, here we go. This kid's in, like, tw- triple XTs. Yeah. Five size 38 pants. Yep. But what what did skate skateboarding mean to you back then? Uh, I mean, in the verse, I kind of talk about it because at first, like, <clears throat> skateboarding was really punk rock. But around the time I got into it, it was more shifting towards accepting hip hop culture. Um, and you know, it's kind of cool. I got to to tell that story, and then the HC did that. <laughs> but, one thing I really like is if you listen halfway through my verse, I kind of talk about stuff, but I name almost twenty skateboard brands. Right. I love that wordplay. I don't think people yeah. will catch it because those are '90s skate brands, right? '90s skate brands. Yeah. I think I mentioned Blind and Real and World Industries. Uh, Spitfire was a brand. I just throw Vision in there. Um, 
it's cra- like girl skateboarders for girls in there when I said chasing uh, chasing blind girls. chasing girls I was blind chasing girls had to exit the world industry or something like that but yeah man if you listen to it you'll hear all those brands and they're definitely skate brands and that's why when you ask me hey write this verse on skateboard I was like man this is dope yeah because I was finally able to do that is that your point possibly possibly you need to go check uh, no let's just finish this up alright last two songs we'll go through real quick barbershop talk which is quite ironic that we're literally sitting in the parking lot of the barbershop yeah um, so this song came about uh, oh one shot one click sorry Jumped ahead. Uh, so one shot, one click was for me. That was me talking about some people I knew that were addicted, and you got very personal. Yeah. Um, actually, it was a very uh, therapeutic. I get emotional right now. Very therapeutic. It's probably my favorite verse on the record, right next to the verse about my kids. Yeah. But I actually, in recording, I actually had to have my wife come in and, and pray over me because I was so emotional. I, I couldn't really get through the verse. And um, just in case anyone wonders, I didn't write that without my wife knowing my struggle. Like it's yeah. not like she's gonna hear the record and be like, "Oh my gosh, right. it's something we've worked out in in the last you know few years of our marriage." And and it's just I, I really enjoy that verse a lot. Well, the thing I think is important that like. As artists, you show all aspects of what you go through. You know what I mean? There's power in transparency, no question. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, moving on to Barbershop Talk. And now I'm going to the barbershop, rolling through the parking lot, trying to find a parking spot, hopping out a parking lot. Hoodie on my head, got me looking kind of hard to spot. When I'm walking down the block, the lady want to call the cops. Want to pass these dudes, all they do is push the rock. The packs they move, got them twisted like the hardest knot. But for the moment, I need a trim right up off the top. Edge up on the back, and a fade on the sides I got. Want to pass these cats, they want to call the shots. I know they keep a little something tucked up in their sock. I'm working at the church, right up at the farthest block. The worst of the worst, but really, I ain't gonna stop. Thought cursing me, need a cut, start to walk. Seen this dude, I say what up. Then, then I saw the nod. He's acting kind of rude, but really, I just blew it off. Got no time for attitude, I'm finally all up in the spot. Said, what up? Nothing. Now, how you living, cousin? Hey, yo, what's good up in the spot? Why don't you tell me something? He said, steady cutting. Just 
why they steady frontin' Another day, another dollar while I'm steady hustling. I said, what up? Nothing. Now how you living, cousin? Hey, yo, what's good up in the spot? Why don't you tell me something? He said, steady cutting. Just why they steady frontin' Another day, another dollar while I'm steady hustling. Now, you see I'm popping in, walking in, sitting down. Just another average hood spot, bats out of town. I'm only white boy in the spot, so I don't make a sound. One guy on the Xbox, the other dude is talking loud. Yeah, he makes a move and then he starts to clown. Another dude takes it to the hoop and then he breaks him down. I'm staring at these dudes, waiting for it to settle down. Looking at these screws up in the roof, these people hang around. Then tell your moms we drop bombs on these prima donnas. Ain't no rock stars that wanna hear you scream and holler. Hip hop stars. I jumped ahead too far, but we're literally sitting in the parking lot of the barbershop. So my original impetus of this song was was an original song I wrote like three, four years ago. Was about me going into a barbershop kind of based on a true story mm-hmm. and the things that kind of took place in that barbershop when I was walking and da 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 but I never finished it and so when we did the contest that you could appear on the album I was like where are we going to put these two guys that being Juk and uh, Juke or Juk I forget I always say his name wrong and, and, and my man Rudy aka Izzy Serious so we said why don't they be the other two guys in the barbershop and you've been a full time barber for quite a while yeah um and you mixed this song, and my man Rubox did the beatbox. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what what uh, what what do you think about this track? I mean, obviously you're just kind of spitting on the song, yeah, but kind of that cipher vibe. But I, I thought it was pretty dope. Follow up to the fact that um, you know, in a documentary, the whole portion that I'm in takes place in the barbershop I work in. So I thought it was pretty cool tie into that. Yeah. So. So the final track was what in? Sure. I come quick. Amen. Now here's the last prayer in the Bible. Now, who am I? I'm just the spice of the thorn bush that the soldiers picked up now as if to push into a crown as they headed out to sit a rush to push it down upon his skull as they went to shove him in the crowd as I went down just to cut the top of his head as the blood now began to gush. Hit him on the side, hit him in the gut with their fists in a spike now plus a club. Yeah, and as they hit him with the fist of cups, they look up in his eyes, but it was only love. Looking to the side as they went to pick him up, as he cried in a voice to the sky above. Father, forgive him now, just for what they done. But almost like that was just not enough. They took the cross then, they made him pick it up. As the crowd screaming out now for his blood. What if? Well, you were standing in the spotlight. What if? Them crown of thorns, they could talk then. What if? Man, you could see him on the cross then. What? What would they say? What would they say? If you were standing in the spot then. What if? You can see him on the cross when What if these crown of thorns they can talk, man? Well, what would they say? What would they say? I know, forced by the hands of man, the same hands of man. Um, this was a song I had been sitting around as a demo for quite a couple years, and we kind of updated it with a new beat. You were on the original version. But I re-rapped my verse. Yeah. Yeah. And then we kind of did it with a new beat. But the, the funny thing was... I re all my verses except Grind, right? Grind was only when we flew the vocal. Right, exactly. Yep. Uh, and the, and the thing was that that vocal piece that comes in the beginning and the end—that's Adrian Rogers. That's mm-hmm. the guy who led me to Christ through the radio. That's the original tape that I had. I found it in a garage, in my—I mean, in my uh, storage unit—and I was just popped it in. I'm like, whoa! Wait a minute! I forgot that I used to tape all his messages. And uh, but the idea is that it comes from the perspective of the crown of thorns for me and the cross. Uh, I'm sorry, the nails. You come from that perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, so you did the crown of thorns, and I I, I did the nail, and um, I like that verse too. It's really 
I don't know. I like a lot of word picture. A lot of word, yeah. A lot of uh, metaphor and, and um, I like how it paints a visual. It's really cool. It's a dope concept too. Which I always thought this was interesting because you know the last song we did on Sons of Intellect and Cycle Comprehensions all the way back in 1997 was the conceptual idea of the father and the son having a conversation. Yeah. So I always like conceptual, creative kind of ideas. And I thought it was interesting to kind of end again with something that's... With a similar... Yeah, so you're using personification mm-hmm. with an inanimate object. And, uh, yeah. Any, any, are you people here? No. no? Okay, so any, uh, anything else we could drop in there that you want to say about the project? What did you think about it? I'm you happy with it? I'm, I am. I'm excited to see what it does. I'm thankful for everyone that's supported. And um, I hope you guys like it. You know, like... Uh, some serious subject matter, some fun subject matter, but you know, I think it's basically encapsulate that mid to late '90s hip hop sound. That we but it feels with. like, but it feels like an update yeah, simultaneously. And I, I played both projects back to back, and it's, <laughs> I mean, one, your voice is so different, yeah. High on the, my voice is different. I was 16, you know. I know it's just crazy to think that you can come back. So 21 years from now, we got to do another. I don't know. I would be. Dear Lord, I'd be 60, I would be 64 years old. I'd be 58. Yeah, that's... Just... If we're still rapping at 58 and 64, that's... But, but, but... Maybe we will be. Who I mean, knows? Rolling Stones are still, you know... Well, Keith Richards looks like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, but hey, he's still playing that guitar. All right, man. Well, hope you guys dug it. Peace out. Peace out, everybody.